If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. You know, as a Tottenham fan, I hate Arsenal, but I can have a civil conversation about it. I'm not, I'm not an animal. Um, but I do get a little schadenfreude sometimes, <laughs> and I got to laugh out loud at a uh, <clears throat> at a transfer signing today. Um, Norwich, which won the championship, and they're right back up the Norfolk. Side there in East Anglia, Delia Smith's Canaries there at Carrow Road. They're back in the top flight. And uh, Oliver Skip on loan from Tottenham helped him get back up. But they had a fantastic striker named Emilio Buendia, who is a Argentine striker. Now you'd think, well, now that we're up in the top flight, we have to hold on to him. He was the championship player of the year. He was the best player in the division. But they can get $50 million for him. So they need that to buy other guys. It's kind of sad. You would think they'd have an injection of cash, but they don't. So they're going to have to sell that player. And Arsenal said, uh, yeah, we'll take him. And they've been uh, pretty much assertive. And Arsenal fans are saying, well, when we get Buendia, he's going to be up front with blee, blee, blah, blah. Um, he's picked Aston Villa. <laughs> And Aston Villa, he probably thinks about Jack Grealish, who wears the number 10 for England, providing goals. He thinks about, I don't know, I guess playing up front with Ollie Watkins, who's on the England team. Matty Cash uh, would be another guy as well. But Norwich bought this guy from Getafe three years ago for $2 million. And they're selling him for $50 million. That's not bad. But uh, anyway... It's one thing if you're Arsenal and you say he's decided to go to Real Madrid or he's going to Juventus or Bayern Munich. He's going to Aston Villa. Wah! <laughs> All right. Rick, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Uh, lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to the troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. $500, 177 countries. Ships at sea. Doing a great job. Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. we got some guests. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. While you may be very passionate about your business, you won't achieve success by going about it all on your own. You'll need to rely on both human and technical resources to achieve your dream. Don't try to do everything yourself. One major key to growing is to learn what to hold on to and know what to trust to others. Too many small business owners never develop their company as there are not enough hours in the day for them to do it all. So delegate and build a great team. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specialists during Dell's summer sale event. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thanks for that. Uh, waiting on a guess. If we get him, we'll throw him on the air. When I look at Major League Baseball, I'm Rick Tittle, by the way. How you doing? When I look at Major League Baseball, and it's been interesting to see uh, the uh, – and I'm going to be – I think I'm heading to the game tomorrow, the A's game. But see if I got my parking pass approved. But um, – 
on a daily basis, there's a quote-unquote best team in baseball, just a team with the best winning percentage record. And um, what's funny about the A's of the Coliseum is that they're 500 at home. They're 17 and 17. But on the road, they're road warriors. They're 18 and 9. And that's how they've been able to hold on to first place with their 35 wins. The Rays right now with 38 wins. I mean, they've won 19 of 23. Uh, Jimon Choi is hurt, and uh, that hurts. It's not great. All right. Uh, and um, also, I look at the White Sox, who have the biggest division lead. By the way, they have not won that division uh, since 2008. Um, I look at the Sox, the other Sox, the red ones. Think about last year at Yankee Stadium. They went 0-7. The year before that, they went 1-8. and And this weekend, the Red Sox went into the Bronx and swept them. It's pretty impressive. But I think the team that, out of all, that makes no sense and how well they're playing are the Giants. And if you look at the National League West, the three best teams in the National League are all there. Dodgers, Padres, and the Giants. And the Giants are better, (laughs) at least record-wise. They have more wins and less losses than the Padres and the Dodgers. Now, Evan Longoria bumping into Brandon Crawford didn't help. He's now going to be out for at least a month, is Longo. But... He was having one of those fountain of youth seasons as well. He was hitting like 280. Brandon Crawford, who couldn't hit the water if he fell out of a boat the last two years, is now Babe Ruth. I mean, who saw that coming? But that's why I say for the Giants, show me the guy who is not a diehard, blind believer in the Giants that picked them to be a playoff team this year in that division. There's no way. There's no way you pick the Giants even to be a wild card. You look at Kevin Gosman, if you look at his ERA, you could argue that he's the best pitcher in the National League right now. That, I mean, they don't give out manager of the year awards, but we're in June now, folks. We're a week in. And so that means that this is, uh, it's real. Now, can they sustain it? And we're not even halfway through the season, but there are two months uh, and a week under our belt, and the Giants are the best team in that division. That means they believe in it. They, they absolutely believe. The, the A's are facing this guy, Marquez of Colorado, who's just been lights out, and he was fantastic against the A's. He's had one bad game, and that's when he gave up 10 runs in the first to the Giants, and Brandon Belt hit a grand slam against them and everything. The, the Giants aren't kidding around. And um, do I think that they will be a playoff team? I still don't, but I we have to take them seriously. I just feel as the season, I mean, losing Longo is huge, but as the season goes on, I just, I just can't see them playing this type of baseball, playing 600 baseball. But as I said, this isn't like it's, it's April, it's May type of thing, because it's not. Um. You know, I I look at how the Cubs are on the rise right now. And if you look at this guy, I don't know if you know the name Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom. What a great name. Sounds like a British professor. Patrick Wisdom has had 34 at-bats this season. 
and he has seven home runs, and the wins at Wrigley cost him a couple too. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. And then I look at the Mets, and you know that's an interesting division as well. If you think about the uh, the Bravos and and I, I, I I'll tell you where I got it wrong. I kind of thought the Marlins were going to continue this good feeling they had last year, and they're not. They only play well during the short season. But, you know, I look about the James McCann addition to the Mets. Um, he's, like, in his last 11 games at, like, 300 with five home runs. He's doing well. But I'm also wondering about the Blue Jays and how much it matters to them that they don't have a real home. Because they were 17-14 and 14 on the road but they were 10 and 11 in Dunedin or Dunedin, if you want. And now they're in Buffalo, the AAA stadium, their home stadium. And they're three and two there so far. Um, I, I, I don't think it would be the type of thing where, well, if they were only at the Rogers Center, the Sky Dome, they'd be playing better. But it's something to think about. And then teams, whereas they're hanging around, and they can still win their divisions, and they can still get wild cards. I look at the Brewers, who are red hot, won 9 out of 10, tied for first with the Cubs right now, and they don't play a a team with a winning record for another three weeks when it will be those Cubs. I I look at Cleveland, which had a weird week. They took two of three from the White Sox, and they got close in the Central. Then they lost two out of three to the Orioles, in fact, yesterday, giving up 18 runs. The Indians had five, uh, sorry, had three different pitchers which give up at least five runs. That's pretty hard to pull off. To have three different guys stink to high heaven on the same day, that sounds like a minor league game. (laughs) But what about the Yankees? The downward spiral continues. Since they swept the White Sox, they've lost 10 out of 13. They're six and a half out. The fourth, they have a winning record, but they're in fourth place. And then I look at the Braves. What a tease. Especially when they took two out of three from the Dodgers, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a, this is going to be the, the uh, preview for the NLCS. Are they going to get it done in Philly? They, that's what they have next. And they have three against Miami after that. But a team that, um, hanging around the periphery like the Cardinals. The Cardinals got off so hot, they've won six of their last 17, and three of those were against the D-backs. Jack Flaherty is going to be out for a while, not going well. But then the Reds. The Reds have won six of seven. They're only four games out in the Central. The last time the Reds swept the Cardinals four games in St. Louis was when they won the World Series in '90. And it seems that Luis Castillo might be fixed. So other than that, I mean, it's hard to believe that the Royals have a winning record. And you think about uh, Jackson Kowar. He's going to be making his debut tonight. That's K-O-W-A-R. He's at AAA so far this year. Jackson Kowar, 5-0 and with a 0-8-5. 41 Ks and 31 and two-thirds. So he has earned his call-up, there's no doubt. But disappointing teams, I mean the Angels, five games under. They still don't know what the hell they're doing with their pitching. 
the Phillies for all the money they spent. I mean, Zach Wheeler leads the NL in innings. His last six starts, he's got a one six five, and yet when he's had twelve starts, and the Phillies are six and six, they're just not picking up their end on the on the offensive end at all. But if you really want to look at disappointing teams, you'd probably say the Twinkies. I mean, they just continue to squander their chances late. And in order to get to 90 wins right now, they would have to go, they'd have to get 66 wins the rest of the way. That would be like on a 104 game winning pace. They're not going to do that. Would 90 games even get them into the playoffs? I would probably think no. Playoffs? All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale 
can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. always goes commando. Ah, thank you for that. Welcome back. Coming up in the next segment, Craig Siracusa. Tony Siracusa? No. That's the real way to say Syracuse, by the way, in uh, Sicily. Siciliane, Siracusa, Palermo, Messina. All right. So how you say it, Rick. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. You know, at the beginning of the year, we had baseball come out with a little edict at Nantes, and it said, no more foreign substances. Build a wall on foreign substances. I think that was actually how they put it. He says, we're going to make the players pay for it. The players said, no thanks. But the the day of reckoning is upon us after... Decades of looking the other way, the crackdown, because there's too many people striking out all the time, all the time. So it was actually the team owners that moved forward with the crackdown last week. And in the uh, in the days since, several notable pitchers have shown reduced spin rates. Oh, we can track it. You can put a man on the moon. We can look at a baseball. Look at Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was recently accused of doctoring baseballs. His spin rate is down 6%. <laughs> Sound like a Wall Street thing. Speaking of Wall Street, let's go to Manhattan. We got Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Rick, how are you doing, my friend? What's so, going on? All right. You were talking about teams being able to sustain what they're doing in baseball. Uh, do you think the A's can sustain where they're at? With their uh, questionable batting lineup, uh, they're uh, to me shoddy—not shoddy, but some some of those starting pitchers. I don't know if they have the staying staying power to uh, get them through a whole season. Do you see them maybe because of uh, because the Angels, as usual, will win a few games under 500, and Seattle, Seattle, they will at least be vying for a wild card. Or do you think? Uh, What's your take on the A's for the rest of the season? Basically? I, I I think the A's, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, <clears throat> excuse me, I wouldn't put money on them, but I think that they can do it. But I think that to stand pat would be pretty stupid. Now that we're in June and they're a first-place team, now you you should add. And obviously, the, yeah, the shortstop thing didn't work out. Um, and if you look around, like, in right field, it's either Seth Brown or Stephen Piscotty. 
Um, you know, you kind of hope those guys can pick up the slack and then Canna or Pinder and left. And, you know, Canna's been getting on base a lot. But it's still amazing. I mean, Matt Chapman, for a guy who's a Boris client who wants to get paid, I mean, his batting average keeps going down, going down, going down. They don't, as we were talking about the other day, they don't have anybody better uh, to no, call up. Um, but, uh, you know, Matt Olson has been hot. I would like to see Mitch Moreland get a little bit hot. But you mentioned the starters. I mean, um, I, I'm excited what we've seen out of Caprillion so far. You can see why the Yankees drafted him in the first round. Absolutely. I like him, too. I think he has potential. Yeah. The, to uh, me, the real key is if they get, uh, they get Rosenthal back this month. No, sorry, next month. Right around yeah, the, so that was yeah. – I'm sorry to interrupt you. That, so he is coming back. He's not out for the year. Well, the last I mean, report I think saw July – I was going to say June 15th, July 15th. So that would be like getting a closer at the trade deadline, which would be great. Um, but I would the, – the thing that still kind of scares me is when you think about guys setting up like Sergio Romo and – Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> But I mean, he's better than Deolis Guerra. But yeah, so if you look at batting averages, you kind of wonder how they're doing it. Like the A's were last week, they were the only first place team with a negative run differential where like the White Sox were like a plus 80. And I know that's just a stat. So you wonder if they'd have the staying power. But the good news is, is that they believe in themselves and the manager uh, has done this before, um, and it's just, you know, I, I just wonder if they can keep it up, but I think that they can. Yeah, and, and now, you, uh, as I usually do, you start read, like, I'm, I'm hearing their name attached to a story from uh, mm-hmm. Colorado. Right. They'll be unloading. So there's certain players that you can see, and he's an expiring contract, so that's a perfect Billy Bean mm-hmm. uh, deal. Um, yeah, no. I, listen, their their recent track record and everything. I think they'll at least be in it for a, a wild card. Uh, but I, I just, like I said, when I look at the box score the next day and and then I and I, well, the night of and I and, and I see the pitch. I'm like, well, how is this team still in first place and ten games over? Um, anyway, uh, can I ask you a quick non-sports question? Yeah. All right, uh, Mayor of Town, or as I call Mayor of Winningham, what did you think of the final episode? Well, it was a great twist that nobody saw coming, and I know a lot of people were gaga about the twist, and if they had taken that, all the good, I think they had um, probably, what was it, six episodes, right, six hours? I think if they took the best parts of those six episodes and made it a two-hour movie, it would have been a really good movie, but they just to get that twist, which was great. It was great, but to it get saved the show, yeah, yeah it saved the series. It, in my opinion, it did. But the thing is, is it's sort of like um, when you when you watch a really really bo- like I remember going to a Raider game where they were playing San Diego, and uh, Wade Wilson came in and threw a last second bomb to James, to James Jet. Jet. One yeah. nine seven. I remember that game. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was or seven six seven six. I think this was. Yeah, I was but, sitting yeah. in the north end zone, and we were all dogpiling in the stands. But that game was still a turd. But yeah, but until so, the last play. so yeah. to me, it's like yeah, it was a twist. But when I hear it's like oh, this is one of the best series of all time. To me, the 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 thing about Kate Winslet's character who had 
no redeeming qualities. She and look, it's okay. No. It's okay if you're fat and ugly. You know, that's just the way the Lord made you. If you have a fantastic personality and you're a sweetheart or you're funny or you're just, I mean, people, you're still lovable. But she yeah. was, she was angry. She was bitter. She was, she was yeah. gross. And I was just the drugs, planting the drugs. Oh, I know. She mother, just. Terrible, terrible. And there's just so much crying and crying, and everybody's crying. It just was, uh, I wish I didn't have to sit through six hours to get to that ending. And I know I'm going to be a spoiler. And the one character that I really liked the most was that young detective who, you know, he got, uh, Zabel, Zabel, I think his name Yeah, he got shot uh, in the head. Yeah, and he was the one guy I liked. He was sort of like, uh, uh, just uh, you know, <laughs> he gets killed. I'm like, oh man! And, and just one final note, I'll, I'll let you go. When the scene when they showed the son's mother falling asleep at the tub, and they showed the kid yeah. head in the water, I said, if this kid doesn't, I said, I'm not watching. <laughs> if, this, if this kid, if they discover this kid is not alive, I'm I done know. with the show. No, but I know. Me too. The, the the thing that that I thought was maybe the dumbest part of the whole show. Was, it's one thing if Guy Pierce with greasy hair is like, hey, you want to go back to my house yeah. and do I, I, yeah. I, I get that. But when the young detective asks her out to dinner no, and then not she. Not believable. Not un- believable. Completely. Yeah. She's 20 years older than him and she's right. ugly and gruff and has. She's, yes. she's mean. Yes. Nothing. That made no sense because he is a young, good looking detective. He can probably, especially in a town yeah. like that, you have his choice of. <laughs> right, and she's out, in a. She looks like a linebacker in a prom dress. Yeah, the Raiders should have drafted him her first this year. <laughs> All right, on that note, Rick, I'll keep listening, buddy. Have a good show. All right, thanks a lot. Now, a lot of people are listening to this saying, "Oh, you're being a waitist. What is it? Or a body shamer?" Look, I'm just saying this is a fictional character. Kate Winslet is a fantastic actress. Okay, she was trying to put on a Philadelphia accent. She's from England, by the way. And I think it's great that she got to play this role. And she played it like she wanted to play it or as it was written for her. Right? She is who she is. It's just unbelievable when someone who has nothing going for them, you know, no looks, no personality, no pizzazz, not, no warm feelings, not nurturing, not caring, not sweet. And then all these guys want to go out with her. It's like, what, did you guys see Titanic and you still, it just made no sense. And it's just, it makes it less believable as it goes. It's like, Rick, she's a beautiful woman. I'm not, comp- listen, as I said, I think it's cool that Hollywood still, you know, in the old days, Hollywood would have looked at her and said, no, nah, you gained 60 pounds. There's no way we're giving you this. And so, I mean, it's cool that they didn't because she looked like a real person. She did because she is a real person. It's just to me, I know, let's get Jan Wallen here. It's just, <laughs> it's just stupid when they pretend that she's hot. And like I say, you don't have to be a beauty queen to be hot. You can have a lot going for you outside of your looks. And she didn't have any of that going for her. Are we still on the air? I think so. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Bala.
tech that can make me as productive in my home office as I am at my office office. It's possible. I need a PC that'll help launch my side hustle without grounding my budget. Staples Connect makes it possible with the tools you need to work from home. And now get up to $150 off select PCs like the Lenovo Flex 2-in-1 laptop with Intel i5 processor. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N612, in-store only, limit two. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. All right, we have goat yoga lattes coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go away? At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network.
It's our pleasure to welcome filmmaker Craig Siracusa, and he's here to talk about his new film, which will be opening tomorrow on DVD and digital platforms. It's called Omerta, The Act of Silence, and this is about organized crime going on in Brooklyn. And Craig, with a name like Siracusa, that's just that's straight out of Sicily. Are you Sicilian? Actually, I took my grandmother's last name, and I'll tell you, pronunciation is great. Omerta, that's exactly right. Yes, so I am Italian. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, came to the country. Um, we did a film based on Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, called Omerta, but yes, my family roots are from Italy, from Sicily, and Naples. What is it about our thing, uh, the Cosa Nostra, and did when you were growing up as an Italian-American, well, what did you see with your own eyes? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I didn't know till later on in life. So I grew up in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, which was sort of the big area for the Gambino crime family. So the way I pictured and the way I envisioned where I live was sort of like this small area where we never left, like we never left the community and everyone in essence would come in. We had, you know, beaches that were close by. We had, you know, we had these big festivals and events. And so we never really left this area. And if people came in, if they weren't, if we didn't know them, like, Usually there would be a problem in a sense, but you didn't realize, didn't realize it, was, it was a unique place to be brought up. But what we saw just growing up was, you know, we saw a lot of crime. We saw, you know, guys that would get a lot of respect, mafiosos, and it was sort of that was what we wanted to attain. And that's what we wanted to be when we get older was, you know, part of this lifestyle because the, the respect and the money and the cars. So that was like what we would attain. So if I was a kid growing up, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about being a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher. It was being part of this life, part of this lifestyle, because that was sort of what we were around all the time, and that, that's the profession that got the most respect. I didn't realize it until I was older, and the way of thinking obviously wasn't right, so I decided later on in life to write about it and to sort of depict the film based on what I experienced and a lot of research and reading and writing and, and came up with the story Omarta, The Act of Silence. When uh, I, I think about the dichotomy of the mafia in of the Italians, of course, uh, mostly, uh, and I was raised Catholic, but profusely Catholic, and uh, but then when you when you're a made man and the act of you know putting the blood on the picture, burning the picture, you put the the the, the mob ahead of your family, your God, your country. So how is it the dichotomy of being a devout Catholic and going to church, but yet your real uh, allegiance is to the mafia. Mm, I love that question. And it's funny, you know, I thought about that too, and I, and I try to sort of str- I struggle with that too, and I think one of it is similar to, not that I agree with, but like war. If they get a command, if they get an order, they have to obey it, right? So that's mm-hmm. sort of how they sort of, I guess, internalize that. But I think the overall problem is they don't really have a relationship or understand the fundamentals of Jesus Christ. Just because you're Catholic, I'm Catholic, just because I made my sacraments, doesn't mean I truly understand what God is calling me to do. And I think a lot of the mafiosos, it's a blanket statement, but I don't think they truly understood who Jesus Christ was. And I think they justified their actions by donations. If I donate, if I get the respect from the priest or the pastor or the rabbi, whoever, you know, what I'm doing, because it's justified, it's okay. And I think when you—I just interviewed actually a mafioso from my area who was born again just three days ago, and he, you know, was in the mob, and he gave his life to Christ, and he realized years later the way he lived was all wrong when he understood and built a relationship with Christ. So I think that is one of the fundamental problems, that they don't truly understand 
what the religion or the Bible or the teachings, and I think a lot of them don't want to understand because the more you understand, the more you understand and read, the more you realize the way you're living is wrong. But if you don't understand it, then, eh, you know, I made a donation. God's okay with it, <laughs> even though I just murdered someone or, you know, stole something. Right. And I think that is, the, that is the problem is they don't truly understand, you know, what the Bible says about crime and <laughs> punishment. Right. A couple more questions for Craig Syracuse, Omerta, the act of silence. And just the word uh, Omerta coming from uh, Sicily, and it sort of reminds me of, you know, Henry Hill's first mm. caller. And the most important thing is you kept your mouth shut, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, that is, that is it's true. You, I mean, even growing up, it's something you just, you know, you never would uh, say anything. You know, if you saw something, you would always keep it quiet um, because you have this allegiance to this... Uh, you know, it's, and to me, what it was was growing up, seeing it and reading about it, you see they use forms of manipulation, you know, and it's, it's really interesting when you realize that, why am I being silent? Why am I not speaking up? Why am I going along with it? For what? You know, and in the end, in the film, you see it too, and it happened to this man's story who I spoke the other day. In the end, you're all alone. You know, I mean, you go to jail. I mean, you come out. I know people that went to jail at the time, and when they came out, they were excited because they were going to be moved up the ladder as if it was prestigious to lose five years of your life. For what? And then when you see them later on in life, you see that they're no further along than they were when they were a kid, that the mafia is gone in this, say, this area, this film, and they're all alone. And then what do they, what do they have now? You know, broken marriage? Maybe they, maybe they have children, don't talk to them anymore? You know, sins that they can never sort of repay? I mean... I don't know what the point of it is, and I think when people understand that, it's okay to talk. It's okay to be open. You know, I think that's how we can all sort of be free and not be manipulated by, you know, the act of silence. Mm-hmm. Or Let's talk about the main protagonist uh, in this film, Omerta, 18-year-old Reno. Oh, Paulie Malinaji, who is a friend, uh, love him. You know, Paulie, world champion boxer. Um, you know, he was just getting off the Kodo fight. I'm sorry, not the Kodo fight. It was a, a con fight. This is, I mean, we did this film years ago, and it's amazing how the world works. He was getting off a fight. We worked together on other projects. I helped him on Magic Man, and he was, I think this was sort of his first film. And I worked with him, and I coached him, and that was one of, um, my, I say, my finest moments was really just working with him and understanding and teaching him emotional preparation. But I said this, and I worked with Paulie again on another documentary we did recently called Ring of Faith. And he is an actor and, and an athlete and just someone that I think most people just overlook when it comes to his ability, his range. I mean, in the first day, he was able to cry and constantly, you know, draw up that emotion. You talk about a boxer, you know, someone that, you know, is able to hide his emotions. Paulie is an amazing person, athlete, wonderful human being, and I really would love to see his career flourish beyond, you know, boxing or knuckle boxing, or whatever he's doing now. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I was, you know, growing up Catholic here in the Bay Area and I had a lot of Italian friends. And I remember my friend's uh, grandfather was telling telling all of us a story and he was like, "Okay, yeah, they put the guy in the trunk. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to hear this. And he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? So they put the body in the trunk. I go, I don't want to know about this. And he said, look, if somebody asks you what you know, you tell them you don't know nothing. And I'm like, I know, but I want that to be true. So how many times when you were growing up did you think, ah, keep me out of it? You know, I, I, 
I didn't really I, to think about it. There was never a time where I was. I actually I enjoyed that. You know that sort of getting closer to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, that was uh, as a kid. That was one of the dreams. To be honest, there was. I remember walking to meet one of my friends who passed now, and there was a cafe, and I would walk by all the time, hoping they would ask me to have them run an errand. And this was before the movie, so it wasn't like I was imitating. But that was a dream. That was a goal. Is to to really get more involved in it. So it wasn't like I didn't want them. I wanted them to say to me, hey, Craig, you know, I'd love for you to do this and work my way up. You know, so it was something that we always aspired to, to be noticed by someone, you know, because I don't know if it was we were seeking something we didn't have at home. You know, maybe it's the love from the Father. I haven't identified what the problem is, but once I understood the relationship with Christ, I don't need affirmation from anyone. I don't need Sal or Joe or whoever to say, go run an errand, you're a good boy, and pat me on the head. I know what I need comes from God. And I think when you realize that, I don't need any of that anymore. You know, now it's about telling a story. It's about letting people know that they can change, that their sins can be forgiven, that there is hope, that you don't need to put your hope in some fictitious character who's on the corner who's trying to manipulate you and bring you further away from a relationship with Christ. When did you have your personal... I'm not going to say born again, but when did you kind of find awakening? The, we call it. Yeah. Call it. <laughs> when did you When did you find the the faith in you like you have now? Uh, I say it was about 11 years ago. I was, you know, listen. I, I worked in secular TV my whole life, so this isn't like uh, something new. And then 11 years ago, I was doing a documentary in Fatima. Felt the the mm. Holy Spirit. Felt this call. Didn't know what it was, and then wanted to explore it more. And then as I started to get into it more and more, a lot of things were revealed that I was doing that I needed to change. And when you start doing that, it's hard because, remember, you have this old life, these old friends. Then when I made this movie, I was a very different person, not realizing in the end I'm glad the film's coming out now because it shows the transformation of what I went through from when I was young because a lot of the stories of what I saw in the film was things that we've experienced. They weren't just read, you know, not everything was just read in a book, but it was probably 10 years ago. But the thing that I learned is it's a journey. So when you have a calling or you feel like you need to make a change in your life, you need to do it and start doing it, and it becomes a lifestyle. But I would say it's been about 10 years since I've been exploring that even more, and now I'm on fire for just trying to get the word out in all different ways and trying to reach people like in the film, reach the Paulies, reach them when I was a kid. Not someone that's going to maybe doesn't want to go to church, maybe doesn't you know, want to watch a faith-based film, but will watch a film about the mafia and go, oh, my God, there's, there's a seed that's planted. Maybe, there is, maybe I can change. Maybe I should find out who this Jesus guy is. And that's what I do with my work trying to bring people to Christ. Very cool. Last question for you. I know uh, Joe Estevez is in this movie. Oh, best, one of my best friends. Joe is the best. Yeah, I, I always remember hearing the story about when, when his brother, Martin Sheen, heart attack. Had, yeah, yep. had the heart attack, and then uh, Francis Ford Coppola flew him over to stand yep. in and do his voice and all that. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. I actually interviewed Martin a few years ago at his house, um, and Joe has been a good friend of mine for a long time. We've done so many projects. And he told me that story. Martin Sheen has wonderful stories about, you know, also, too, how he came to Christ was through Terrence Malick. Mm. And, you know, they were, you know, he was filming a movie, I think, Paris, and Terrence approached him. You know, and and it's just, he was able to sort of bring him and plant that seed. And Joe is is a follower of Christ and has a relationship with Christ. And, you know, wonderful, wonderful family. I mean, I love Joe. I love the family very much. But, yeah, he had a heart attack, and, and Joe was able to sort of step in. Yeah, we're, we're planning, we're hoping on doing something together with them soon. I mean, we've been talking about it, but, you know, we'll see how the world, how it goes. <laughs> really cool. We will check out the film by our guest, Craig Siracusa. It's called Omerta, The Act of Silence from God's Plan Productions. Tomorrow on DVD and digital platforms, 
Craig, man, uh, good to have you on the show. Congratulations on the film. Thank you so much. God bless. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece.
I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Man, that hurts my feelings. We still have another hour to go. We have uh, David Albright, Van Ness Wu, and Loretta Devine. Acting royalty right there. How about that? Uh, anyway, just to wrap up the whole spin rate thing, uh, Garrett Cole, as I mentioned, he was uh, 6% across the board down with his spin rates. Didn't have a good start. And Josh Donaldson said um, on Friday, is it a coincidence now, Josh Donaldson is the Twins' third baseman now. Quote, is it a coincidence that Garrett Cole's spin rate numbers went down after four minor leaguers got suspended for 10 games? Is that possible? I don't know. Maybe at the same time with this situation, they've let guys do it. <clears throat> End quote. Uh, Garrett Cole did not speak to the media after his last start, and Aaron Boone was asked about it yesterday. What do you think about Donaldson? He said, quote, I don't make much of it. Garrett, as well as our staff members, I believe are mostly above the board and they'll be able to handle the situation in the right kind of way and it's not going to affect the kind of pitchers they are. Well, remember when Trevor Bauer, when he was with the Reds, was flaunting his increased spin rates? You remember that? His spin rates are down 10% across the board. And in his last start, he allowed three runs on six hits in six innings. Eh, all right. Now, without explicitly saying his name, Bauer accused Cole and the Astros of viewing those foreign substances a few years ago. Remember, he said if there was only just a really quick way to increase spin rate, like what if you could trade for a player knowing you could bump his spin rate a couple hundred RPM overnight? Imagine the steals you could get on the trade market if only that did exist, Right. So uh, Bauer, even on his website, sells, quote, legalized pine tar. <laughs> and so somebody said, what about your spin rates going down yesterday? He said, I don't know. Hot, humid day in Atlanta. I just want to compete on a, play, play, a fair playing field. I'll say it again. That's been the whole point the entire time. And let everybody complete on a fair playing field. So if you're going to enforce it, then enforce it. And if you're not, then stop sweeping it under the rug, which has been done for four years now. All right, Trevor, sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Senate Surgeon at Arms Karen Gibson said during a TV interview Sunday that political rhetoric is a key driver behind the rise in anger towards political figures. Ms. Gibson says the political rhetoric in all of 2020 is what caused the uptick in hatred towards politicians. United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson wants the globe's richest nations to vaccinate the world. An advanced copy of his speech says vaccinating the world by the end of next year would be the single greatest feat in medical history. Johnson plans to say ahead of Friday's G7 summit in the U.K. 
Two suspects were arrested Sunday in connection to the road rage shooting that killed a six-year-old boy on a California highway. Eras Marcus Anthony, 24, and Lee Wynn, 23, were arrested at their Costa Mesa, California home and are expected to be charged with murder in the May 21st death of Aiden Leos. USA Radio News. It may be the biggest cover-up of our time. Was the coronavirus created in a lab? And did the Chinese government hide the truth? Now, Steve Cortez and Jen Pellegrino give you the shocking truth on their hit Newsmax show, Cortez and Pellegrino. Newsmax is already the fourth largest cable news channel in America. And all this week, Cortez and Pellegrino tell you the real story about the coronavirus the big media won't tell you. More than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax, now on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, find Newsmax for free on your smart TV, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, or more. And remember, you can download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone and start watching now. Join millions of Americans turning off the old cable news and going to Newsmax for real news they can trust. Check Newsmax out today. Senators are returning to Washington on Monday to kick off three weeks of work until their next recess. Lawmakers will attempt to nationalize voting rights and pass an infrastructure bill. Cybersecurity needs to get better. Dan Naraki reports. In the wake of another cyber attack against a major company in the U.S., many are looking at how to prevent the next one and what to do about those who perpetrate those crimes. Representative Chris Stewart says the NSA has the tools to go after the foreign criminal operations that have been blamed for a series of recent hacks. The Utah Republican tells Fox News that the U.S. needs to be more offensive with its cyber warfare. Well, one of them is the NSA has certain capabilities, and of course we can't discuss that much, and I understand why they are reluctant to use those capabilities. They could go and destroy these networks, but they don't want to, in, in some cases, indicate the power and the tools that they have. Again, I get that, but at some point you have to reach, a, I think you reach a conclusion, this is the appropriate thing to do. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. As the Arizona Senate continues to audit the 2020 election in Maricopa County, another state is exposing election official irregularities and punishment. Jeremy Scott from the Oregon USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Georgia Republican Party has approved a resolution censuring Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. The resolution says he failed to perform his duties in accordance with the laws of the Constitution of the state of Georgia. Epic Times reports that Republicans accused Raffensperger of, quote, undermining the security of our elections by allowing mass mailings of absentee applications by his office and third parties, which created opportunities for fraud and overwhelmed election offices, rendering accurate signature matching nearly impossible, allowing ballot drop boxes without proper chain of custody, and ignoring sworn affidavits and disregarding evidence of voter fraud. Raffensperger has said there is no evidence of widespread fraud occurring in the 2020 election. The state election board, which he chairs, has sent dozens of election fraud cases to prosecutors. From the USA Radio News Oregon Bureau, I'm Jeremy Scott. 300 million vaccine doses in American arms. Dan Naraki reports. The CDC says that more than 300 million doses of COVID vaccine have been administered in the United States. 
As of Sunday, just over 49% of Americans over 12 are now fully vaccinated. New data also showing that 14 states have reached the goal of 70% of their adult residents receiving at least one dose of vaccine. The White House has set a goal of getting 70% of all adults in the country to have received at least one dose by July 4th. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. Sounded like I was in Fargo for a second. You betcha. Dad, you stand for dinner? You betcha. 1-800-878-PLAY. How about Jacob deGrom this weekend? Not only did he shut down the red-hot, powerful Padres offense, but he made ERA history. Three hits allowed, seven strikeouts, seven scoreless innings, and he's now 0-6-2. That's the lowest ERA after nine starts in the history of ERA. ERA, earned run average as a stat, was invented in 1913, before World War I. 0-6-2. The former record was Dutch Leonard. The year after it was invented in 1914, he had 0-6-4. Juan Marichal had a 0-6-9. 1918 was my favorite player, Dana Filligan. Great player. 0-7-9. Zach Granke in 2009 had a 0-8-2. Eddie Seacott, Black Sox, had a 0-8-2. And the big train, Walter Johnson, in 1913, the year it was invented, a 084. But uh, think about that. Now, of course, Jacob deGrom has thrown way less innings because back then every pitcher basically pitched a complete game. But still, that is a pretty cool record. And once again, this shows why MLB is panicked about spin rates and things because nobody can hit a dang baseball anymore. At least not popping out or tapping out. 
All right. Uh, this hour, we have Sports Business Journal editor David Albright, who's going to be with us. And I have no agenda with him. It just says sports headlines, Dominic. I guess I'll just read some headlines to him. Sounds good. Actor, pop star, Vaness Wu, and uh, actress Loretta Devine. They're all here. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Byline. your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck, or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius.
Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour three underway. It is our pleasure to welcome to the show David Albright. He is the Sports Business Journal uh, editor and uh, checking in on, uh, well, sports business. Uh, David, uh, welcome to the show. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about how um, Naomi Osaka pulled out of Roland Garros. She's pulled out of the uh, warm-up tournament on grass in Berlin, and we'll see what happens with Wimbledon. We've seen Roger Federer, because of uh, some knee issues, get through the third round but pull out of the, the French Open to get ready uh, for Wimbledon. How has that been affecting the, the business of those tourneys and uh, also kind of the backlash that maybe that the tournaments aren't uh, sensitive to uh, some of the athletes? Well, thanks for having me, Rick. I, I think it's interesting, and I think it's still developing. I mean, it's, it, you'll see it's, it's the Naomi Osaki's, as you mentioned. It's the Roger Federer's. It's the, it's the athletes that have the power and the control, and the vast majority of them in this example on the tennis tour don't so they show up and meet the obligation and uh and do whatever they have to do if you've got enough endorsement money or off court off field you know etc money that you can rely on i think you have some leverage and that's exactly what uh, what is happening right now and i think you'll see the the tournaments probably start to cater a little bit more toward especially the superstars cuz they need them to show up the media partner needs those athletes to show up there's no guarantee they're going to win and and move on to the next round. But if they if they exit you know as early as as Naomi did, or in Federer's case, it was injury related or rehab related, I guess is a better way to put it. Um, you know, it's you don't have control over those variables, but the things you can control, you better understand uh, who's got the leverage. It's same thing you see in the NBA. The players have the power, and they're starting to exert it. Do you, there are some people who think that the NBA is, whilst not fixed, but they sort of just decide, like, we're going to make this team a super team, we're going to make that team a super team. And, of course, that's out of their control if the players that they draft go that way. But what do you think about the whole idea of, hey, let's us three get together, we can cry our way out of our contracts or whatever it is, we're free agents. Is that good for the league to have these super teams or not? Well, I think it probably depends on your perspective and, and who you're a fan of. I mean, the, the bottom line is the system allows it, at least as it currently stands, and as long as that's the case, you're going to end up with the, you know, the Brooklyns of the world or, in the case of the Lakers, you know, Anthony Davis getting his way out of New Orleans to, to make his way to L.A. And um, I don't know that it's good for the sport, um, you know, but I think it'll also depend on who ends up winning. You know, if Brooklyn wins this year and wins in convincing fashion, then there'll be a lot of hue and cry that, um, you know, it was a, a manufactured victory. If somehow they don't, then the other side will say, we'll see the system still works. You can't buy your way to a title. So, um, you know, the NBA had a tough year from a, from a ratings perspective in the regular season on television. Um, they're a little bit better so far through the first round of the playoffs, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what the appetite is. And at the end of the day, the consumer will vote. They'll either show up and, and pay for tickets and, or they'll show up and watch on TV or they won't because there's so many choices these days. Switching to college football, and we know for the pandemic originally the Big Ten and the Pac-12 said we're not going to play, and then when everybody else was playing and then we saw what Justin Fields got started or the grassroots efforts to play, those conferences did end up playing some games, but we know that there were some leagues talking about getting, uh, you know, uh, loans from a bank to sort of tide 
people over and uh, the amount of money that these uh, football, I mean, the only sports that really produce revenue are obviously football and men's basketball. But today, Nick Saban signed an extension through 2028 and, and he gets paid eight and a half million dollars a year, which I know some pro coaches would like to have. And so when you think about the new television contracts for, for college football and as you know, as I said, paying the best coach in college football eight and a half million dollars, it really shows us just how much revenue that sport does produce for these universities, which is then spread throughout the university. Absolutely, and funds in, in most cases for the schools that are really successful, the Alabamas and the Clemsons, and you know schools of that of that nature. It funds the entire athletic program, and the trickle down effect on the television contracts, at least for the the Power Five. Um, it's the same thing. Even if you, if your conference distributes the the revenues on an equal basis, it doesn't matter whether you were the conference champion or not. You're at least still getting that piece of the pie, uh, and that's what that's what pays the bills. And you know, there's just too much money not to play, which is why you ultimately saw what happened last fall in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 sort of reverse the decision because they needed to put the product on the field to cash the check from from the ESPNs and the Foxes and you know, the, the rights holders, and you, you, there's no way to make that up. Uh, and they lost a ton of money on ticket revenue and, you know, sort of their other revenue sources. But the, the media rights piece is, is guaranteed money as long as you play the games. Uh, and I think that's going to continue. What will be interesting in college football is the discussion around the expansion of the playoff. And does it go from 4 to 8 or, or 4 to 12? or And if so, you know, when does it do that? Because that just introduces a whole lot more money into the – into the ecosystem because ESPN or Disney will have to renegotiate if, if, if that does happen. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how quickly they can make that happen. I think it's a matter of, you know, it's, it's when, not if, the college football playoff expands, and then you're going to have even more money at play. Speaking of the Olympics now, which, of course, summer games in Tokyo was supposed to happen last summer, and for obvious reasons it was pushed back to this year, and uh, I was quite surprised knowing how modernized Japan is that I heard a report that only 3% of the population has been uh, vaccinated. There have been many doctors calling for it to be off. At, at first, the IOC said, okay, look, uh, no foreign fans. And now they, they said we might not have any fans at all, uh, at all but it is going to go forward. We know that. What does that mean for NBC and the Olympic partners? Was there a lot of pressure there? I think it's the same thing. I think there's too much money at play and at stake that if you don't hold the games, understandable why they were postponed last year in, in, the, in the midst of the pandemic where it was then. But, you know, the, the IOC and, and everything that sort of feeds off of it needs the money from, from NBC. And so I'm, I'm sure there was, there was pressure. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. The games are going to happen. Uh, we're you know less than two months away now. July 23rd is the opening ceremonies, and I believe June 24th is the date where in Japan they will make the decision about local fans and whether they're going to be able to attend or not. And we're still waiting to find out from a coverage perspective uh, how it's going to work. We're sending a reporter to Tokyo. Uh, he leaves on, I think, July 17th, and we haven't received what's called the final playbook from the IOC and the local organizing committee that will tell us, you know, what our reporter, what, what does he have access to, you know, what buildings can he, can he go into and which ones can't he, what venues can he go to, how much freedom is he going to have in terms of moving around. And I think that's all still a moving target. I know I wouldn't want to be the one having to make those decisions, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. 
And the reality is, other than not seeing fans in the stands or at the venues, I'm not sure how much different it'll look if you're watching it here in the States on, on NBC. I think it'll look like the Olympics, assuming the athletes show up and, and we aren't missing too many of them. <laughs> All right, sounds good. That is David Albright. You can always read him in the Sports Business Journal. He is the editor of the fine publication. David, thanks for stopping by and for your insights. Great. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. No doubt. You know, I always wonder, too, like how many athletes as we go along are going to start asking for their contracts in cryptocurrency. We've seen a little bit of that so far, half my salary here and there for a couple guys. But to me, all that stuff seems so, you know, capricious and, and, and it just seems like, you know, at any moment, all that stuff can just go in the trash. It's like, can I hold my Bitcoin in my hand? Uh, you can't, no. You can buy a medallion at a gag store and pretend it's your Bitcoin, though. That sounds good. All right, when we come back, one of the biggest stars in this country, Van Ness Wu. Come on back on Byland. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? Pet Joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. 
If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Oh, I think a lot of weird things. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the highly talented Van Ness Wu here to talk about his new movie, a Haiya original. It's called Undercover Punch and gun and it's uh, going to be uh, on uh, digital blu-ray and uh, dvd from our friends at well go usa and it's coming out tomorrow i have one in my hand right here which we'll give away vanessa welcome to the show and i know you have an interesting background because you're you're socal and it's it's taiwan as well right hey how's it going rick um yeah well so I was born in Southern California, Santa Monica, and then I moved to Taipei like uh, close to 20 years ago, and I've just been working throughout Asia ever since, you know, uh, regardless if it is, um, you know, in Taipei or, or Korea or China or, you know, Japan or anywhere. How did you uh, go with, because uh, you, you probably know, or maybe you don't, San Francisco, like our biggest avenue stretching across the street yeah. is Van yeah, Ness. Is there any yeah. connection there? Well, I like to, the story I like to tell is on the way to the hospital when my mom's giving birth to me, she passed Van Ness Avenue in L.A. and and, and said, you know what, that, that's not a bad name, so I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> well done. So, uh, obviously, if you're moving to uh, Taipei, you were, you were fluent, right? Is that something you grew up with in the house? I grew up with it a little bit here and there. Um, yeah, my, my parents would speak, uh, speak uh, Mandarin to me, and then um, it's kind of like how... How I developed, but my reading and writing still needed a lot more, um, a lot more <laughs> polishing. And then through the years, after you know, I felt like every TV drama I did or movie, you know, it was, it was like a, another place for me to kind of learn my Mandarin and get it better and better. This day, it's it's I, I like to think it's improved for sure, but you know, I'm still there's always room for improvement, right? Right. And you know, I was thinking from the uh, the Bay Area here, Palo Alto High School, and then he went to Harvard. Uh, Jeremy Lin, his parents were from uh, uh, Taiwan as well, and uh, 
he, he's a little bit younger than us, obviously, but uh, what's it like when you go back to uh, Taipei? Because it's such an interesting place, t- Taiwan, when you think about how you know, they feel that they're a sovereign state, and yet mainland China, you know, my, my dad was in the Navy yeah, when they were... Let's not talk politics right now. That. Okay. Tell us more about the movie. Um, the movie itself right now, uh, it's something that me and my friends did, and me and my good buddy, uh, Philip and Andy on, that we've actually really wanted to do something together. We did our first film together called Star Runner, and um, Star Runner was the first film I ever did. It was the first film Philip King ever worked on um, for as a stunt choreographer uh, assistant. And then Andy, he played the, uh, my opponent. Now, Andy was in Black Mask, uh, too. He's, they're all both super very talented. And long story short, um, it was our first film shooting together. We really had a great time. And afterwards, we always wanted to do something more and more together. They're like my brothers. You know, after that first film, we just clicked. Even though me and Andy, we didn't really get along in the beginning. Or we didn't like each other before <laughs> before we shot the film because um, we, we previously met before. Uh, but then throughout the film, you know, because you're, you're working with each other side by side and you're fighting and then you have all these action scenes. <clears throat> and you guys have, we have to be very careful because we don't want to hurt each other. Um, but just through the training, the camaraderie, you know, it just developed and built. And then we've always said that we wanted to do something um, a little bit more uh, a little bit, a little bit more fun, and do another one together. And I think for in the future too, if anything in the films that if I'm going to produce or my my buddy's going to produce, we're all going to put each other in it because it's just so fun to work with with you know with family. You know, Andy's kids, uh, I'm, I'm, God, I'm the godfather to his children. You know, and um, so yeah, it, it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun paying homage to the 80s and 90s action flicks and uh, the fact that we're actually doing promotions right now for it again is. It's quite nice because, you know, we, we, it was released in 2019. Um, and then now in 2021, we're doing a U.S. release. So it's quite exciting. Would you, can, by the way, a couple more questions for Van S. Wu, the new movie Undercover, Punch and Gun from Well Go USA. Would you consider yourself a singer who acts or an actor who sings or just kind of like both disciplines the same? Uh, I feel like I'm just an entertainer, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I like to think of the creative arts is something that I'm uh, that, that I'm doing rather than to really just put me into like the category of actors doing singing, singing, doing acting. Because I grew up listening to Michael Jackson, James Brown, Prince, um, um, you know, all these guys, and and I grew up doing uh, doing uh, hip hop, street dance when I was 13. Uh, my first music video I did was Run DMC versus Jason Evans. It's like that. So I've always wanted and enjoyed being on stage and performing. Uh, I wanted to do music. Um, that was one of the main reasons why I went to Asia uh, was to do to, to do music. But because um, the TV drama that I started cast me first, that's how I got the recognition. And funny enough, like the, the label that I actually went to go try to uh, get a contract or, or you know get a get signed to, that first they said no. But the second that the TV show came out and it did well, then they came back and they're like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> but because um, besides the fact of uh, acting and singing, like I'll right now, I direct my own music videos, I edit my own stuff, I produce, um, and then I have my own clothing and apparel and shoes brand. So it's it's like I say, anything in the creative arts, anything that's creating, I feel like that gives me life, and that's kind of where my my direction goes towards. And I just feel like really blessed that I'm able to 
you know, live to work instead of work to live. And and really, the, your your playgrounds, the Pacific Rim. I mean, you you work in Japan and the the Philippines and and all over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely uh, been fortunate and blessed enough to just travel everywhere throughout Asia. Every everything's so close to each other. You know, it's like when you're in the states, it's like California to New York. It's like a five-hour flight. But then, like you go to you want to go from like you know Taipei uh, to Tokyo. It's like a two-hour flight. You know, or like Tokyo mm. to Korea, it's like another three, four hour flight. You know what I mean? So it's, it's mm. everything's really close to each other, and everything. And, and the funny thing is, like everything gets translated into the dialect. Um, that's how we the show. That first show I did became so widely uh, well received, and and throughout Asia, it was because it was based off a Japanese comic book, and um, that all the you know high school girls liked, and they turned it into a TV show. So, and you, I'm sure you still get carded, right? You look so young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, even to this day, I still get carded once in a while, which is a nice little compliment, you know. So, <clears throat> so when you, uh, if you, if you're in Taipei, you're walking down the streets. I mean, can you without being mobbed? Yeah, I mean, it's different different areas. Um, you know, generally, it's like when you're in LA, you see a lot of different entertainers or mm-hmm. people walk into other places. Like if I go um, someplace uh, in, in, in provinces in China, like yeah, that that happens quite a bit at times so but, you know i mean it, it goes back and forth sure what uh what's next in the hopper for you what are you working on right now i am working on my next album um i got some really really great stuff coming out uh working with producers that I really enjoyed working with david lucius king he writes with the script he writes with um a lot of other people uh and then album's coming out so I'm really excited because like I said like I really love doing music I love dancing dancing I think is one of my ultimate favorites since I was a child since I was doing it since 13 and um, and I feel like I was, that's something I'm just going to keep on doing no matter what um, I have some other film projects that I'm lining up and uh, scripts that I'm preparing and trying to produce a couple films it's funny you say dance too, because you kind of come up breaking too. When, when was the last time you uh, broke? Because I had these guys on the show. They went to a world championship in Salzburg, Austria. It's like becoming competitive again. Oh yeah, I mean breakdancing actually is in the Olympics now, so that's going to be crazy. I can't wait to see that. The fact that how dancing elevated itself from when I started, and to see the 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 talent and the creativity now is 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 awesome and. You know, just I I always feel like there's somewhat little part that I had that I played in it because, um, you know, when so I, I don't know if you heard like Jabberwockies and mm-hmm. and Kalamater and all that stuff, and um, they were on America's Best Dance Crew. And then when we started dancing, we were actually um, around that same 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 time frame. We knew the same people, and then we were learning all the dance stuff from from Japan. Uh, because we had like videotapes, VHS cassette tapes being sent over, and we were just like practicing. We had different choreographers come and teaching, and then so that style just slowly, slowly developed, and and to see it kind of morph into what it is today is pretty cool. Yeah, and and yeah, I'm like I said, I'm dancing till I die. <laughs> All right, good stuff from Van Ness Wu. Make sure to check out his new movie, a Hi Ya original, Undercover Punch and Gun. It is available uh, tomorrow. DVD, Blu-ray, digital as well from WellGo USA. Van Ness, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks, Rick. I really appreciate it, man. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. 
more miles on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O Rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. And uh, waiting on a, uh, a guest. And when we get her, we'll throw her on the air. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, um, I think about uh, Pablo Sandoval, 
when he was with the uh, Giants, a team that he came up with. Remember seeing him at the Futures game, and I'll never forget Mark Grace was doing it, and he goes, my boy can hit. That's what he said about Panda. And <clears throat> I remember reading about Pablo Sandoval, and when I saw him at the Futures game, I couldn't believe that he was so portly. But it didn't matter, and he got three rings in San Francisco. The last two were, of course, a big part of it, and signed that big money deal to go to the Boston Red Sox. Things did not work out, came to the Giants, and then uh, now with the Atlanta Braves. And I bring him up because uh, he has now implemented a new post-home run celebration, and uh, I'll get back to that in just a second. But uh, we do have our guests. We're quite happy to have award-winning actress and veteran of screen Loretta Devine. She's in a new movie called Queen Bees, which is going to be opening on demand and in theaters this Friday. Loretta, welcome to the show. When I was doing a little research on you, I was very impressed by the fact that your acting chops uh, were done uh, first you know, at the University of Houston as an undergrad and then at Brandeis with a master's. Uh, in theater as well. So, I mean, this is, uh, you're, you're classically trained, can we say, right? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. And they gave me an honorary doctorate from, uh, so I'm really a doctor. So don't get sick. I know what to do. I'll, from although, University of Houston. <laughs> Dr. Devine sounds like a miniseries. A DD, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I was mentioning, uh, Queen Bees, it's a uh, very interesting uh, plot. And uh, so many great actors, Ellen Burstyn, James Caan, Anne Margaret, Jane Curtin, uh, Christopher Lloyd, yourself. What's it like when you get all these uh, seasoned vets together? Uh, It was so much fun. Everybody was so uh, absolutely serious about what they do. We had a lot of playtime. We were in a wonderful space to Uh, do the film, which was an actual retirement home. And we used some of the people that were there in the show. So we got a a chance to sit around and hear a lot of stories from people that had really retired there to live out the rest of their life. And um, it was a great experience. Some experiences are not great, but this was a great one. Is James Caan still like scary and sexy? Does he still got it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ellen Burstyn is the one that has to answer that question, not me. <laughs> I didn't have any scenes with him, really. I was, But I did meet him the first night he came, and he was at the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he was excited to be there. So I think it all worked out for the good. Now, mm-hmm. I noticed on the, uh, the movie poster that you're sitting on a Harley. Are you kind of a bad girl? With the we are the queen bees, and B is not for Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to ride? Did you have to ride that thing? No, absolutely not. They didn't want to kill nobody. No. <laughs> so <laughs> we are the old girls too. Not only the queen bees, but the old bees. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking too. Like, if, if I had you in one of my movies, I would. I would be so tempted to have you sing because you're so good, oh, you know, right. with dream girls and everything else you've done. Like, but, but if, even if your character doesn't call for it, does uh-huh. anybody ever like say, Hey, can you just sing a little thing right here or there? You know what? I've always, I'm always hoping that that'll happen. That's sort of like a, 
a dream of mine that I end up in some series where I have to sing all the time, like Kelly Clark does on a Clarkson does on her little show, uh, because that's a part of my talent that really don't only a few people really know about. They kind of know about it from Dream Girls because I had that one little song in that show that went across the world, but. Only the few people that have seen me doing my nightclub act at different times, and I don't do it that much because uh, I'm lazy. Uh, they, 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 they're the only ones that really know I sing a lot. But gradually, I've sung in like Eli Stone. I had a lot of, I got a chance to sing a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a show that I did that I absolutely loved that uh, went down during the writer's strike or something that was going on in the industry that changed our lives forever. Um, and I just did a Christmas show that I got a chance to do some singing in with Amber Riley, which is like a, a dream of my was a dream of mine come true. So a little singing is coming. Mm -hmm. Very cool. A couple more questions for Loretta Devine, the new movie Queen Bees. For for you, you know, with, I mean, Grey's Anatomy, you've done TV, you've done so many movies as well. But Broadway, is there something about the live audience? I mean, is that your favorite? It's 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 one of my favorites. My favorite is sitcoms. I love sitcoms because you have a live audience with that. Mm. And it's um, that you can interact with even more than you can on a Broadway stage. So because my career turned into mostly film and television of all of the genres, I I think I like sitcoms the most. But the pandemic has even changed that. So I don't know what's coming in the future or how things will be done in the future, but. Uh, I love having an audience and it just changes everything. I mean, you come up with stuff when you're doing a Broadway show, they have to clean up all the time because an audience make you give more and more and more. And so <laughs> by the time you turn around, you change the whole step or you've added a little extra wiggle in something and they have to go clean it up, clean it up. So <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about that. Sitcoms would be my favorite. Wow. Last question for you. you know, all the movies and all the TVs uh, shows that you've done, are you ever flipping channels and you see yourself and you're like, I was in a Murphy Brown? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in Murphy Brown and I'm always, I when, when I'm flipping, some things I will stop and listen to, some things I don't want to hear anymore. I have shows I don't want, oh my God, I was awful in that. You have different feelings about things. Some things I, 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 I might watch over and over because I tickle myself sometimes, but that's how that goes. <laughs> Very good. We've been speaking with Loretta Devine. Make sure to check her out in Queen Bees, a comedy about the young at heart, and it'll be available in theaters and on demand this Friday, June 11th. Loretta, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Mr. Tittle, I love that last name. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> it's divine with an I. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, kid. Uh, by the way, I should give the synopsis on this movie. I'd be remiss. While her house undergoes repairs, fiercely independent senior Helen, played by Ellen Burstyn, who, by the way, won an Oscar, moves into a nearby retirement community just temporarily. Once behind the doors of Pine Grove Senior Community, she encounters lusty widows, cutthroat bridge tournaments, and a hotbed of bullying mean girls, the likes of which she hasn't encountered since high school, all of which leaves her yearning for the solitude of home. But somewhere between flower arranging and water aerobics, Helen discovers that it's never too late to make new friends and perhaps even find a new love. 
which is James Caan. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about how, you know, guys like James Caan, they're just automatically cool. Steve McQueen, you know, does it get any cooler than Steve McQueen? And by the way, I'll throw this out. I just reminded myself, James Caan, when um, I was at uh, Hugh Hefner's wedding, yes, I was, in um, 1989, and uh, at the Playboy Mansion, uh, James Caan showed up, and he rolled out of a station wagon, and he was three sheets to the wind, uh, like you would. But I heard him with a podcast with uh, Alec Baldwin. And uh, James Kahn's father was from Germany, and he didn't kid around. He was a butcher, and he wanted James Kahn uh, to be a butcher as well. Uh, but James Kahn said he was young, and he took his girlfriend to a New York Rangers game at the Garden, and he said any guy that looked at her, he would beat up. <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, all right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, something I... Um, I was thinking about today as well is that, you know, a lot of times in today's world, you know, I, we were just talking about Naomi Osaka with David Albright and Nike is supporting her and instead of dropping her. Nike is cool with that. I mean, Nike doesn't even need you to be on the field. Remember, Nike had a whole ad campaign over uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, last year uh, as well. And you might say, oh, they're just being righteous because they're, you know, trying to fit in and get a dollar. And, and yeah, maybe they are. But Ann Killian, who I know, um, she wrote an article in the Chronicle, uh, San Francisco Chronicle this weekend, talking about that how even the Giants, who had the first until there's a cure day back in the candlestick days, they were the first one to wear, you know, a rainbow little flag on Pride Day or Pride Month. All of June is Pride Month. And she said, basically the article was, this is just window dressing, that nobody really cares. And they're just pretending. And a lot of sports do this. And my response is, yeah, but isn't it better than nothing? I mean, does everything have to be completely genuine? It's like my friend from the Ukraine who hated it when people said, have a nice day. She goes, you guys don't really mean it. You know, I'll go to 7-Eleven. They'll say, have a good one. Have a nice day. I'm like, it's just a pleasantry. We're just being nice to each other. No one follows you around the rest of the day to make sure you have a nice day. I get it. But, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Everybody in, what's that, November wears pink at NFL games. Um, you know, the the little sign for stop autism, Um all, all these things that we, ribbons we wear and things, and people say, that's just for your Instagram. It's just so you can do a selfie and say, look at me, and you don't really care. Well, I think it's impossible to deeply care about every sociological issue, especially ones that don't affect you in any way. But what you want out of people is just a, I think, just an acknowledgement that that thing is there and it's an issue and if you can help it would be nice and I think that's mostly what what happens with the recognition of Pride Month with the Giants it's not like I have to go out and champion gay rights it's just a respect 
for the people who are gay or LBGQ. Um, it's just a respect for them, saying these are people and they have rights and they can live as they wish without oppression. And so, you know, to say, oh, the Giants don't really care. Or they're just trying to make money. They're not trying to make money or they're not. And even if they are, even if it's completely fake and they're homophobic, it's still better than ignoring the whole thing. So I don't know. It just it seems like it's kind of whining when you say you should recognize Pride Month. Okay, we recognize it. Yeah, but you don't really mean it. Okay, sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Uh, thanks for that. A couple minutes left in the show. Usually I don't get too bent out of shape by who wins awards in sports. But in the Premier League, the player of the year is Ruben Dias, the defender for Man City. Not Harry Kane. Harry Kane won the Golden Boot. He had the most goals. He also won the Playmaker Award as he had the most assists. That's 37 goal involvements. 37. Dias, coming into the Man City side, they conceded three less goals than last season. (laughs) But if you think about when Kevin De Bruyne won player of the year last year, he had six. Now he's a midfielder. He had six goals and 12 assists. Harry Kane had 23 goals and 14 assists. Once again, six goals and 12 assists. But then the other guy has 23 goals, 14 assists, and he loses to a defender. It's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. The only, I mean, if you want to talk about goal involvements, the only guy that had a better season than Harry Kane is Robert Lewandowski with Bayern. But I think what it was was just they didn't want to let him get the clean sweep, I guess. It's like we don't want to give him all three. And you do want to recognize great defenders. You know, you think about Virgil van Dyke and some of these other guys, and they, they shouldn't be without rewards. But when a guy in the best league in the world leads it in both goals and assists, he's the MVP. He's the player of the year. I'm sorry. It's stupid, and I'm mad. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time for another edition of Titillating Sports, y'all. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.